All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode here on Laconic. I'm here today with just my co-host, Adam, and actually I'm going to be doing a little bit of interview with Adam. He's going to be sharing some of his backstory um, on his own life, uh, his own personal life. Uh, you guys know some of that already, you know some of mine already. Uh, we're going to share a little deeper, I guess, for Adam, um, and also um, some new, uh, something exciting that he wanted to share with us too, so that's awesome. But first... I wanted to take a moment. Thank you guys for leaving comments and also for listening to our last episode. Uh, we had some great reception on it. It was really, really awesome to hear everyone's feedback. So thank you for that. Uh, if you haven't already subscribed to us, you can do so on Spotify Podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, and a bunch of other podcast apps. Just search for um, Laconic Podcast. Uh, you can also watch us on YouTube. Uh, we're doing a YouTube video interview right now, live of this here. So you can see us recording uh, live in the studio um, as we're doing it, if you watch it on YouTube as well. Um, but if you'd like to just listen along, you can do that as well too. Uh, we don't really show too many things in the video that would you would miss if you were listening to it. So it's just so you can kind of put a face to the name of the people that you're listening to. But again, my name is Danny, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam. Hello, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yes, so thanks again, guys, for all the reception. Uh, do go ahead and give us a follow, too, on Instagram at B underscore Laconic, as well as Twitter. And of course, um, here on YouTube, just search for Laconic Podcast. All right, guys, um, we'll go ahead and get started here. Uh, I'll let Adam kind of take over uh, so you can talk a little bit about his, about his background, excuse me, um, as we get into kind of the big news that he wanted to share with us. Yeah, of course. Thank you, Danny, for that intro. Yeah, man. Um, you know, people know about me and stuff. They know, you know, I just shared a little bit about myself. Like when we did that last episode, like me moving to L.A. and like what that meant to me and stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, a little backstory of myself. Um, I was, you know, in the at age 12. I unfortunately, you know, I say unfortunately, but also it was a good thing. I, I got taken away from my mother and was placed into the foster care system. Uh, for those that don't know, is when that means when like the government, you know, comes into your life and takes like parental rights from your parents, um, and they're no longer, you know, they can either fight to get you back or, or or they're not granted access to get you back. So, unfortunately for me, my mother at age thirteen, I found out that you know, no way you're getting back your kids. Like the only way you're going back to your mother's at when you turn eighteen. So, there I am, foster care system age you know 12 and you know i stayed until 18 um and during my whole time you know i was struggling like knowing trying to find out who i was within myself you know i was i was heading the bad in the bad direction in the first place i wasn't i wasn't heading anywhere i mean i was when you were younger right I, when i was younger i wasn't heading anywhere i, I was in, involving gangs i was a truant like i got suspended multiple times from school i actually got expelled multiple times nothing that i'm proud of but it's, it's a little backstory of who i am and what you know what this means to me now um so you know growing up in the foster care system i you know wanted to change my life i definitely didn't want to do the same thing i was doing i always you know i just told myself like i have to be the better example for my for my family and for my brother and sister like i have to be that better example because you know unfortunately you know i love my mother but she wasn't the best person for us you know at the time and i you know there's a lot of factors that come into it but you know we're not going to talk about her right now it's all you know it's just about my past and what happened to me so um yeah anyways when i was you know going through this the foster care system i bettered myself i got better grades i you know did the whole thing where you have to do is like go to school try to you know get good grades and and maybe that can open opportunities for you so i you know was fortunate to have great foster parents that were in my life and um, you know shout out mark and lisa this year's you know they did a really good job you know raising me and teaching me the values of you know what 
you know, a good person supposed to have, you know, type of values and what a family is supposed to have, you know, for values, for being for values and stuff. So, um, flash, fast, uh, flash forward, um, you know, I get accepted to uh, Cal State Fullerton and, um, you know, I, I got a full ride scholarship and that was for Garden Scholars Program. And that's like a program that's mainly for foster youth. So, you know, I was really proud of myself from being, getting into this full ride. From, actually, from just going from going nowhere in life to actually, you know, potentially have the opportunity to go somewhere. And it was just a big thing for me. And while I was in the program, you know, I did whatever I could to graduate because I wanted to be the first in my family to get a degree. You know, I, I even let alone graduate from high school. I wanted to be the first to, um, you know, graduate from college. So during my whole time there, you know, I, I, did, every, I did everything I could to give back. I gave back, like, in the as a foster youth, you know, when you're in the program, you don't have to give back, but I chose to give back. Like, I did, I volunteered all these things that we used to do, like, for, like, a lot of things I volunteered for foster youth, always giving back. I was part of, like, this connection uh, youth, uh, um, God, I forgot the words for it, but CYC, I was part of them, and that's, like, pretty much they, you, it's a group of foster youth that come together to try to pass laws um, and try to move things because you know the as fortunately the the foster care system is not the greatest it's all broken down so um, you know it's just something that it was never uh, the right thing you know there was just bad things in the foster care system so I always just wanted to push to give back and all that and um, fortunately you know I did graduate from college and I got a job and I was actually giving back uh, I was a outreach specialist for um, this EOPS, um, but What's mostly EOPS? it was educational opportunity program. Oh, okay. So it was, yeah, a, so it's, so it was, it was like a job that the school gave you um, as part of this program. Not gardening scholars. That's when I graduated. So okay. when I graduated, I you know I wanted to give back. So I'm like, what's okay. the one way to me to give back? Well, so. before we proceed any further, um, I want to maybe give some people more background because we kind of went from you being involved in gangs yeah. um, and you being truant from school and then all of a sudden you're in college. So obviously there was some sort of change there um, where you all of a sudden were realized that your old the ways of your past were not the ways that you wanted for your life um, as far as like the lifestyle that you were living um, and you made a change and a commitment to go to school. Would you say it was uh, this change was your foster parents or was it something else that helped you kind of change that path in your life oh yeah yeah yeah. so good question um no it was actually not my foster parents it's actually a kid at the group home believe it or not um when i was in the group home at age 12 i met this guy named um raul um mm -hmm. and raul was like 18 you know he was an older guy and and i i looked up shout to out to guy. raul yeah i mean <laughs> unfortunately you know he is sadly in prison now but oh. I, so, appre I, I appreciate him, whatever he's at, you know, he, he changed my life. Like, if it wasn't for this kid, man, he definitely changed my So, you know, literally one day he walked up to me and he goes, hey, what's up, man? Like, where are you from? You know, and I, you know, I told him, that was like the number one question where I grew up is where you're from. You know, it was like a gang thing. It's like, it's like this, uh, it's like the number one question that can either get you killed or it can keep you alive. So, I mean, it was just like, that's how I grew up. And, you know, I, I was like, oh, man, you know, I was scared because I don't know why I was supposed to tell him where I was from, or like, you know, where I'm really from, as in I was in a gang involvement, or do I just lie to him and, and come out with it? So I'm like, you know what? I'm not scared. And I've never been scared. So I took the risk. And I was like, you know, I'm from I'm from Selena's blah, blah, blah. I'm from this gang. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I'm from this gang. We're not, you know, we're cool with you guys. But we're bigger gang than you guys. And I was like, okay. So then he told me and he's playing, then he stopped and he goes, 
that's your brother, right? Like he pointed out, you know, at the time I was sweating, and he was younger, you know, he was at the group home with me and he was like nine years old and he was like, that's your brother, right? I'm like, yeah, he's like, he's like, you know what? One thing that I wish my my older brother would have, you know, told me at an early age is don't get involved in gangs. It's not the path you want to be in. My brother right now is in prison. He's like, I don't think you should be that bad example for your brother. I'm telling you from now, from my standpoint, I'm 18 years old. I've been in and out of juvenile hall. I've, I've done it all. I was in the same position you were in, and I was. My brother never taught me the right way, and mm-hmm. I'm not gonna let you fuck that up for that little kid right there. So I really think this gang stuff is not for you. Don't do it. It's not worth it. I guarantee you, it's not worth it. Trust me on this. I've been there, done it. It's not worth it. So mm-hmm. I, he's like, you need to be the better example for that for that brother that's looking up to you. Because I know I was looking up to my brother, and he showed me the gang route, and that was not the route that I wanted to take. Yeah. But I had no choice. That's what I looked up to. He was the only father figure in my life, was my brother, and that kind of hit me because I was that always been that like that parent for my siblings. We didn't, I didn't have a father growing up. We, we did, and he wasn't the greatest. You know, his dad that was horrible. So my brother also always looked up to me. So for me, I took that, and that's literally all I had to hear was him telling me it's not worth it. And I, I took that advice and I ran with it and I decided to change my whole life and, and, and one route that I knew I was horrible at was school. So I told myself, what's the best way to get out of this hump and to change my life in school? I was always horrible in school and I don't even think I was horrible. It was just I never had anyone that give a shit about me in school. It just didn't click. No mm-hmm. one cared because no one cared in my family. I didn't care. My family. my family didn't care. I didn't care. So yeah, I switched that and I you know went to middle school and I got you know four I got you know I was a dean's list all the time and I my whole thing in that whole time that I was telling was like. I didn't want to give up because I was like, that Josue is looking up to me. Literally, Josue was like my whole motivation of actually, you know, changing my whole life. And I also thank Raul for that because Raul was a huge reason why. And, you know, I got into the Garden Scholars program. That was it. You know, that was a motivation. That was a push. And, you know, my family, foster parents, the Sears, shout out to them. I really, like I said, I really appreciate what they did for me because, like, if it wasn't for Lisa and Mark telling me to go to college, I had no idea what college was. I was like, what? Like, what is that? You know, I thought I just had to graduate high school, and that's it. That's the best example I can give all sweat. It's like, I graduated high school, man. Like, this is, you know, huge for us. But it was, no, it was, you're not stopping there. Like, you have to go to college because college will give you a better opportunity. So I... You know, junior years, that's when I found out about college, sadly. You know, that's when I found out. And, you know, Lisa's the reason why I found, you know, she introduced, she she's the one who told me about the Garden Scholars Program. I had no idea. So she did her homework. She, because she didn't want me, you know, she wanted to get the best opportunity, best possible opportunity for myself, for myself. And um, she, she did whatever she can. And she found that. And, you know, I appreciate that for her. I, I really appreciate that she found that. You know, because I would have never even, I wouldn't even know where to look. So, uh, I applied, you know, I applied at every single school that I applied to. It was like seven colleges. You know, looking back now, I wish I would have like known about UCLA and USC because I would definitely apply there. Because, um, you know, I got accepted to all the schools I applied to. It was like seven schools. I got accepted to all of them. And I, you know, I talked about in the last one, I, in the last first episode that we did, it was I wanted to go to San Diego State, but didn't, yeah. you know, I was like, Cal State Fullerton was the closer to LA. So, um, yeah, they're the reason why I got the full ride scholarship. And, I was really proud, you know, I that still in a way in college, I wanted to give up so many times. 
so many times I wanted to give up, and it was Josue was a motivation of not giving up. It was like, no, like Josue is looking up to you, man. You have to finish school. Not only that, your parents, are, like my parents, are counting on me. I didn't want to let anyone down. You know, it's it's a bigger pressure when you let someone down than disappoint your own self. So I didn't want to disappoint them. So yeah, yeah. My thing was that. So that you know, answering your question to what was the reason of what started it all was definitely wrong. Mm-hmm. And so then when you you got the Guardian Scholar Program and and they helped you go to school and they gave you the full ride scholarship. To, to college and then and then you graduated college um, and I feel like that in and of itself um, is worth mentioning because um, the statistics for foster children graduating from college isn't very high no At it's actually three percent yeah, yeah so 3%. Uh, and not bad. only did you graduate from college but you graduated from college with two degrees yes I did yeah, yeah. <laughs> two degrees in four years yeah not a lot and, of people can say uh, that. And, and really you, uh, so the top, so you're in the three percent of foster youth. Yeah. Uh, for graduating from college, so that was a great example to set for your brother Josue. Yeah. Um, and I feel like he probably saw that, and obviously, you know, he did his own schooling and uh, yeah definitely you know i think he's has aspirations of being a chef right <laughs> yeah 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 i hope so, so. <laughs> and he's and he's very good at what he does so yeah uh but yeah that's just it's a really cool story um and you know it was because of not only you know raul in the beginning and then your brother being motivation for you and then of course your foster mother um who le- helped you realize about the guardian scholar program um, but it's programs like those that really helped change your life truly yeah. um, and give you that education, um, which is so important to kind of what you wanted to talk about. Um, so let's fast forward back to where you left off originally. And you talked about how you got a, a job through, what was the program? Again? It was an out- outreach program. It an was outreach program. EOPS, educational, EOPS. yeah. And it's, so this is an outreach program for foster youth? No, no. So this is, for, it was originally just for, you know, for... Um, under like under is it underprivileged yeah underprivileged like kids and stuff but they hire me because they're actually doing a sub for guardian scholars at a community college Mm -hmm. so they wanted me to be like the the face for it so i recruit foster you to come and i tell them my story and and, you know they're like okay i can go to college too because you know if this guy did it i can definitely do it too so I was working for them and I was giving back in that way and I grew up the program a little bit and then, mm-hmm. you know, things happen. Unfortunately, state, you know, budget cuts. We all have been, you know, some people have had to deal with that. I, unfortunately, was part of that budget cut and yeah. just, it is what it is. And I, you know, that was my vision. I was like, I'm going to give back, I'm going to give back and this was one way of me giving back but then they got cut and then, I just didn't know what to do after that. So I went in my slums or, you know, I found other jobs and it wasn't anything about me giving back. Right. So, you know, I was and I wasn't personally, I, you you know, you met me. I wasn't in the right headed like headspace to even give back because I'm not one person to tell a foster youth like, yeah, you can go to college and do this. What myself is not even doing. I'm not even doing that well. You know, I'm not I'm not progressing in life. I'm not you know, moving forward. Yes, I graduated from college, but it's like, I want to be able to, they, they see something and they're like, this guy is like actually doing something. At the time, I don't think I was. And even though I'm so hard on myself, I probably was doing pretty well, but in my yeah. own, in my own, the way I judge myself, I am the hardest judge for my own self. So yeah. I wasn't in the right headspace, regardless, you know, it was with relationships and everything. I wasn't in the right headspace. I didn't know my own worth. Um, so anyways, flash forward to now and, Exciting news is I'm actually giving back. I'm part of a board of directors for Covenant House, which is a program that um, helps homeless kids in L.A. and in the Bay Area 
Um, teenagers, only is the main, main focus point is teenagers that are homeless. And, um, you know, I have backstory with that because I was homeless myself. And I, you know, I was like, this is a perfect opportunity. But not only that, our, their niche is foster youth. Most of the kids that are homeless that end up in the streets that are teenagers are all foster Like, most of them are foster youth. And that was just something that hit me huge. And I'm like, this is, I'm in a better headspace. I'm, you know, at the right age, I'm ready to get back. And I, you know, did the interviews. It was like four crazy interviews that I had to do and explain my life story. And I was fortunate they picked me, you know, and I'm really proud of myself for being able to be part of this program that helps like kids like myself that wasn't, you know, that, that experience, that experience, like being in, in foster care experience, being in, you know, a, a homeless youth, like just with anything. And I wanted to be that, that, that voice for them and i want those kids to look up to me and be like well this guy you know went through our life like he went through this and now he's you know trying to give back and maybe one day i can also give back the way he's giving back so that was like my huge announcement was being part of the kevin and house board members and i'm you know like i said i'm very fortunate about the opportunity i know i can give back and what i I have i have bring a lot into the table of like of experience right you know that some of the, my own colleagues and stuff that are part of the board, you know, they have experience, but they don't have the way that I live this life. You know, I, I walk these, I walk the walk. So, mm-hmm. well, know, I think it's cool. So. Uh, I think it's the, the, th- the cool thing about all this is that like when you've gotten this opportunity in the past with, through um, Guardian Scholars, which is a different program. Mm-hmm. Um, but just in general, I, one of the, the, the common themes as far as I've known you is you always felt like you wanted to do a lot of things to give back. Yes. Uh, including this podcast in and of itself and, and, hope, and hoping to help someone, you know, who maybe have heard this or any of the episodes and are inspired in some way. That was kind of like the whole birth idea of the podcast to begin with. And so I feel like um, this was, I think, super exciting for you. Yeah, absolutely. Because, like, you finally got another way and, and a really important way, to be honest, uh, being on the board of directors of this of this huge program, the Covenant House, um, as like a, you've basically cemented probably a pretty long-standing opportunity um, to continue giving back to you know a type of program that helped you um, you know change your life and hopes to help other kids change their lives that are in this foster program um, you know that unfortunately like you mentioned isn't the best as far as the way it's run or maybe how it's funded and so a lot of kids fall through the cracks and end up you know unfortunately in not the best situations so um i think that programs like these are super important obviously and it's like a huge uh accomplishment that you're on the board of directors so again congratulations on that i've already told you but (laughs) (laughs) but uh so yeah so as far as um board of directors um Explain to, I guess, everyone listening, um, your role on board of directors, like how can you influence on like essentially um, helping someone directly or like do you have any influence per se on like um, like what programs they fund or like what they are like scholarships or how, yeah, like, what's essentially like what are the what's the main gist of what covenant does yeah and well, how can you influence yeah that? well covenant house you know they they're definitely so they're actually going to build a a new shelter actually in anaheim where you oh, live okay. at so it's um you know they the are the main thing is to get kids off the streets that that's the number one goal get kids teenage off the street yeah teenage kids off the street you know it goes from age eight uh, like 17 up to like 24 that's like their age gap oh, like okay, their okay. age group so young they, yeah young, young adults so um, you know, my, my thing is going to be 
so anyways i'm just talking about their shelters they're they're trying to get the kid you know the young adults off the streets and they're providing them you know shelter that's their number one thing shelter and food it's a huge thing and then after that they you know they try to get them back into you know accumulate them back to society as in like you know get a job and we'll help you find a job and then you can stay in the program in here but we're gonna eventually try to get you your own little place like an independent living program like we're gonna put you in a spot where you're you're, you're, you can be independent for yourself we'll still monitor we'll still be there we'll still be involved you know we're always going to be like your support circle because most of these young adults don't really have that they don't have a support circle i mean mm-hmm. that's the reason why they're in the streets i mean they, they don't, don't have, have that. people helping them with yeah, their abs- finances well nothing i mean yeah. it's just that they're just left abandoned and that's just what it is sadly that's what it is but my goal is to be a, a you know race awareness and bring donors bring donors in to give money so if i have to tell my story a million times i will you know if i have to bring in a kind of guiding a, a young adult and kind of like help him and guide him and, and like how to get through this i will you know it's whatever i can do to be that support system for them and my goal is to definitely bring outreach bring awareness um and just be a mentor that's like the biggest thing i can do and and don't be afraid you know we have some board people that i'm like one of the youngest board members there and we have some that have been there for a while and they're in age and it's like you know age difference sometimes you i don't want to be intimidated i want to make sure that i have a voice i can speak up when i need to and if i don't like something that they're doing it's way i can speak about it and be you know we can interact and talk about it because like like once again i've been in those shoes so i know i know exactly what those kids are going through or what they experience you know so it's like i have to be that voice for them i can't just let people make you know make policies or or do certain ways just because it's the way it is like Mm -hmm. it's not going to work that way for for us because i've been you know we just it doesn't work that way Um, it may help the children it may help like the the young adults and kids that they're trying to reach uh your input and your insight especially being from that like might help them better reach these or you know reach an understanding or at least get through to these kids um in a way that they maybe not have not they wouldn't have unless you know they had someone like you with your insight and like have you been through that so it's also a way for like the i mean i don't know how much direct relation you're going to have with any of the people involved like as far as the kids and, and adults in the program but Maybe them seeing like uh, someone like yourself on the board. Um, if, I don't know if they've ever like given like a pamphlet on like the program and who's in it. Like they, or even if you're used to like you mentioned like telling your story. Like maybe they they realize, hey, this person who's shared their story is also on the board of directors for this. Like um, this seems legit. Like he. No, no. Then, then you actually brought up a good point that I was gonna follow up. That's exactly what it is. Like I, I'm the face for them now. You know, and in, in a way, I'm. Hispanic minority, you know, mm-hmm. I was in the, I was a foster youth, you know, I'm part of the I don't care LGBT community, like it was it's all of that that these kids are gonna like teenagers are gonna see and like wow this guy is doing this and he's part of the board of directors he's helping us and we're the same you know because they deal with a lot of people LGBT they have you know their majority of the people are minorities you know blacks yeah, yeah. Hispanics so it's like those you know young adults are gonna look at me and be like. Oh yeah, of course. Like this is like you said, a legit program that's gonna help me. Like they're you know, they they if he can be part of the board of directors, maybe one day I can aspire to be one too. Yeah. Or I can make it in this program, you know. So um they see someone like them, you know, mm-hmm. someone to relate, I guess if you it's can a, say it's, it's someone like it's hope. It's something yeah, to hold it's, on to. Exactly. So that's that's a huge thing that you brought in. It's exactly, you know, a main reason why they're like, Yeah, we need diversity and you're you're the perfect example of that. Like you you represent that. Mm-hmm. And we need that. And I'm totally cool with that. You know, I, I'm 
I know what I bring to the table. I bring more than that, you know. So, but that's like a big part, and if mm-hmm. that's gonna help them get more young adults and get trust and feel like a trust, I'm all with. I'm all in. You know, I'm all in with it. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's that's a good good point that you brought in. Um, so. Uh, I guess, so now that we've told them, <laughs> of course, or that you've shared with them, um, that you are now on the board of directors of the Covenant House, um, how did you get exposed to Covenant House specifically since you were um, involved with, like, Guardian Scholars? Um, like, where along the way did you get, like, uh, exposed to Covenant House? And, like, uh, thinking of, like, oh, you know, like, this may be something I want to get involved with, or, like, wow, like, this is a, uh, I love what they're doing, like, uh, even though I can't be involved with maybe like, like I didn't have an opportunity to be involved with guardian scholars directly, but I have an opportunity here and this is great. Like how, what, where was like the exposure? The exposure actually was through a mentor of mine. Um, he was part of the, you know, he was part of the board. Mm-hmm. Um, so then he, you know, told me about it and I'm like, wait, what is this program about? Cause I, I didn't really know too much about it. You know, I was like, what's this program about? Like, what do they do? So I read, I read about it. I, I looked up some videos and He's like, yeah, like you, I think you'd be a perfect person for it, and I'm like, yeah, like I totally, I can totally see that, you know. Um, so you like researched it. Yeah, I researched it. Yeah, and, and I was like, yeah, I like it. You know, I like the idea. You know, it was it was brought upon me, and I was like, yeah, I like the idea. Like I, I like everything it stands for, and and I'm in a better place in my life. So I'm like, yeah, of course, like I'm definitely, you know, willing to. I'm I'm I'll give it a shot. You know, I give it a shot, and. Yeah, that so I that's literally how I came across, and I think one thing cool thing that I saw that I was like I really want to be part of that was I watched one of like actually it was on Oprah like Oprah owned on her own TV network this Covenant House program was part of that and she went in there and, and like fixed up the whole you know their whole place and gave them like a nice place to live and just everything like she donated and she fixed everything and I was like wow I want to be part of that and like that's super cool that you have someone like Oprah being part of this movement and. Mm-hmm. I want to be part of that and be that change because I know exactly how that feels to have something where you call want to call home and it's not the best looking place in the world but you have and you come in and they fix it and they I Garden Scholars have the same thing when they like fixed it and made it feel like home and it's like it's a better it's the best feeling in the world when you actually can come to something like this is actually feels like home. You feel proud of it. And you're proud and you have more you take more value to it and you have more like pride that you even go there you know so yeah and you live there I mean because you are living in there at the end of the day so it's it's more like a community home. So, um, yeah, that was the main, like, huge, like, in- inspiration was just, like, the Oprah thing and then just being, like, the the main population is foster youth. And I'm, like, I'm part of that niche. Like, that's my niche. That's the people that I'm, you know, that's that's who I am. And I'm always going to mm-hmm. be that. There's never, that's an identity that I'm always going to identify myself as. And I want to be able to be part of that movement. Yeah. And so that's, that's how I came across. It yeah, was and I that. think, you know, for those of you that listened to our last episode with, uh, with David Carillo, it's like, um, I, you know, I it's almost the same thing. And where we're like, I told him, you know, and he, I mean, I think he said it himself, but I agreed with him, and and I would have said the same thing. It's like, you know, the situation that he grew up in was pretty similar to Adam's, maybe a little bit different, and uh, and and you know, he had every reason to to just fall victim to that life and just give up and say, oh, you know. Um, it's you know it's not my fault all these things around me like i'm in this you know i'm a foster kid i'm i'm in this situation i'm in gangs like what else can i be kind of thing and uh, you had every right to like play the victim mentality i guess you could say mm-hmm. and and you didn't i feel like that and we've talked about that before like i feel like you had everything against you but you never gave up 
and uh, and it's programs like Guardian Scholars and like Covenant House that helped you hold on to that bit of like hope inside of you that was just like you know I want to make a difference or I want to be different for my brother or different for this like if you didn't have these programs I feel like the uh, the idea of that would have been like yeah i want that but it's unachievable for me mm-hmm. i can't do it how am i supposed to pay for school how am i supposed to know how to even navigate through any of this because i don't have anyone that's helping me do this financially or whatnot so and it's programs like that that you're just like wow like this is potentially something that i can do and like every kid should have that opportunity yeah, you know absolutely. Yeah. and so i feel like with uh programs like these that's really helped both of you guys, I mean, I don't know what his involvement was with any of that, but he definitely turned his life around and he's doing amazing things now himself. And I feel like you're, you've said, shared a very similar story. And uh, I think it's so awesome that like, as long as I've known you, <laughs> that's what I said earlier, you've always said like, I want to find a way to get back. I want to find a way, find a way to get back. And I feel like uh, it's so cool to see you be so happy about like getting this opportunity because it's like, uh, it is di- a direct way for you to give back. You've been trying to give back in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Uh, and you have even as much as, in my opinion, starting with influencing your brother. Because your brother could have gone in a really poor direction, but he probably was inspired by you in a lot of ways to change his life. And, and your brother's, uh, you know, has a super promising future and just like you do, you know what I mean? And um, he definitely feels like loved and he's doing well in what he's doing he has a lot of goals and aspirations for himself and and uh and i feel like that's in large part to you obviously yeah and so like i feel like this is just really helping you kind of reach that next step i guess and being able to help people and give back in some way that you felt like you needed to since you received these opportunities yourself so i think that's super awesome um if you guys don't know a lot about the covenant house or um just want to find out more about it um we'll go ahead and put links to um in the description of the youtube video um about the covenant house so you guys can read more about it and see we'll also link that video i think uh oprah had like a little clip too from that particular segment that adam was talking about so we'll include that in the in the description as well uh so you guys can watch that it's really really cool uh he sent that to me too uh, and had a chance to watch it as well. I actually cried. <laughs> I was like, because yeah. I've been there before. I know exactly that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, it's touching. I was it's like, touching. oh man, what <laughs> this is. Uh, and then uh, we'll also include the link to, to Covenant House um, in the show notes. But if you want to watch the video, just head on over to to our YouTube channel on on this particular episode, um, and we'll um, the the links for the other items will be in the description of the YouTube video. Um, but just some uh, any kind of closing thoughts as far as like covenant house and like what your plans are how about like sharing like what are your plans moving forward i know you're going to be trying to be the face of like of like maybe um you know trying to get donors of which is excellent you know mm-hmm. getting people to donate to the cause so that you can make this a possibility yeah um but like what are i guess long-term goals for you uh, with being at covenant house and on the board of directors honestly danny my biggest thing is i've always told you know i my purpose in life like i've always like told people this and you know i'm telling you and everyone hearing well you've told me before. you know i've told you before <laughs> but my biggest thing is for some like in five years from now i have about i don't know how many handful of, of young adults come to me and be like you know adam thank you you changed my life man like i looked up to you and you changed my life that's the biggest thing i want to hear i don't care about the donors i don't care about 
what policies I can do to change. It's more about these young adults coming to me and I'm looking at them now and they're like doing better for themselves. And that's going to make me happy. And I'm going to find whoever that is the hardest person there that doesn't listen whoever. I'm going to be that person. I'm going to be in his butt because I want to make sure that he knows that he has opportunity because I was one of those hard headed people. And I just I want to stick with those because those are the ones that they give up on. You know, people gave up on me and it's like, you know, I don't want I don't want to make I want to make sure that I'm not the reason I'm the reason that I get I don't want to give up on anyone. And that's my biggest thing is to in five years from now to have a couple of young adults come to me and like, like I said, Adam, thank you. You changed my life. You know, if it wasn't for you, you're the reason why. And mm-hmm. I, I thank you. And that's all I, I'm here for. I'm all here for that. And I'm here for that's why I do this podcast, because I'm here for somebody to one day come to me and tell me that they changed that I changed that I helped them change their life or whatever the case. I had a little slight influence in it. I want to be that reason. So that's my biggest purpose in life is to be that change for someone. And, you know, I know I can I know I can be that change for someone. So, yeah, yeah that's I really don't have anything else besides that, man. That's literally what it is. Well, it's, I mean, now that me. now that everyone's crying over here, you know, I, I mean, there's nothing really else I wanted to ask. That's that's a perfect way to sum it up. Um, uh, but yes, congratulations again on, on you, this uh, accomplishment. It's super awesome to see you. Um, reach that next step and being able to uh, make an impact and uh, and uh, find a way to give back. Uh, we all, you know, I think all of us always want to try to find a way to give back, whether it's within our own family. Um, and, and for some people, it's in other ways. And uh, I think it's super uh, commendable to see, you know, you do this and, uh, and, you know, be excited about it. And like, not everyone is excited about this kind of stuff. And uh, I feel like more of us should be, obviously. But um it's awesome to see someone like you be so excited about it and uh, and also bring awareness to it um like you are so that's that's even better um and it's something too that uh if you guys um you know are were kind of moved or touched by this let us know um in the comments below um if you had a similar situation or if you've heard of covenant house uh leave a comment let us know i uh, would love to i'm sure adam would love to hear about that too yeah. um or if you know maybe of anyone that you feel like could um could benefit from a program like this or or you just want more information just like i said we'll leave the links below um but feel free to to uh to dm us on instagram as well um if you wanted to maybe ask specific questions to adam that maybe he can help answer um because obviously adam is a, a, a the you know the main part of this podcast so he does uh view and and see the dms on instagram so if you have direct questions that he can maybe help you with or give you direction if you don't want to write something publicly on a youtube comment uh go ahead and d- d- send us a dm on on instagram and he does see that stuff obviously so he can respond to you uh, if you guys w- wanted to do that less publicly um but yeah i think that's about it uh again if you guys don't already subscribe to us uh on any of the podcast networks go ahead and look for us under as laconic podcast uh, and it's going to be on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all those other places. And again, if, you have, if you're watching us on YouTube or listening to us on YouTube, if you have YouTube Premium, go ahead and hit that like button uh, and also subscribe. We're going to have some more episodes uh, coming through on YouTube. Uh, we haven't done all the episodes on YouTube simultaneously, but I feel like moving forward, we're probably going to be going to do that, uh, or at least the majority of them. So if you like to listen to it or watch it this way, um, you can continue to do that. Um, but thanks again, guys, for listening, and uh, thank you for sharing with us, Adam. Of course, <laughs> and my being pleasure. a little vulnerable, I know. <laughs> yeah. I know that's. Uh, uh, <laughs> if you guys need, it, like I said, Danny, you know, if you guys have any questions, even if my own story, like foster care, if you're a foster youth or whatever, and you want to reach out, feel free. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm all ears. Absolutely, man. absolutely. Uh, but thanks again, guys, uh, and, and we'll see you next time. Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you.